Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the special edition of the Losers Podcast. Uh, your boy Southside Bell is in the building. My boy Izzy was cracking. Brother, you here? Y'all know what's cracking, man. No shirt to time. Izzy to the time. What's happening? <laughs> we got a special guest in the building. Uh, a good friend of mine uh, out in L.A. working for Hollywood Unlocked now. Uh, got his podcast going, man. Big, big fan of his, man. I'm going to just be completely honest, man. My boy Kelvin Byers is in the building. Give him a round of applause for my nigga Kelvin in the what is up, y'all? I'm so humbled to be on this show. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I've been geeked. I've been waiting to get on this show. Yeah. I feel like I need, like, a, a fake air horn. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I'm going to definitely throw that in for you. Just because you requested it, I'm going to throw yeah. it in for you, bro. I, I appreciate that. It makes me feel for official. Sure. For sure. So, um, what's, what's uh, coronavirus been like for you, bro? What's the quarantine life been like? I am... Okay, so you said I'm in LA. I have been completely confused on what phase we are on here. Right. Like we were all the way open from our barbershops being open to the malls being open. We were like living our best lives. And then like the next day they took us back to like phase one and a half. Like not even like all the way phase one, but like now we can't go back to the barbers. We can't go to the mall, but we can do outside dining. And some of the bars are open, but you got to sit down and order food. Right. And then you get your drink. So I'm like, yeah. I don't understand like what exactly we're doing. But Corona has really like destroyed every part of the summer. Like, I don't even know what month it is. Right. I don't even know like what <laughs> to wear outside anymore because it's just like everything is everywhere. And it's, it's trash. How's, how's uh, the Corona been treating y'all? Man, bro, we, I was actually off for 93 days, bro. Like um, In a row? In a row, bro. I, uh, I work for AMC, uh, so so you know the film industry is kind of kind of not looking too good right now. So yeah, they they had us open in July fifteenth, and then it got pushed to July thirtieth, and now it's August twentieth. <laughs> so Jeez. I don't, I really don't know what's going on. I'm still working though. Luckily, you know what I'm saying. Like I that's still a blessing. Have, I still have to do stuff around there and stuff. So. It's all good. Quarantine ain't been been that bad, you know what I'm saying? I was uh I was collecting an unemployment check though for sure. <laughs> oh, please believe I was cheating the system trying to get like yeah. all the little extra six hundred. Oh the real. What was it? What was go ahead, Izzy. Shit, with me, um man, I don't know, like you said, Kelvin, man, I'm on all types of phases. One, two, three, four, five. Um uh, when we first hit, you know, I work um, in the medical field, so I'm required to be at work. Um, just uh, got word that um, a couple of people that I work with just uh, tested positive for coronavirus. I'm not taking that really. Oh, yeah, so shit is just crazy out here. Um, the number keep going higher and higher. Uh, I think today the total was like for the day, new cases was 725 or something like that. So for I'm trying the to kinda, day? Yeah, for the day. Yeah, so that's just all over Kentucky. You know, I'm still I'm still in Louisville. So, uh, yeah. the shit is just ridiculous, man. I just I keep trying to tell people, wash their motherfucking hands, brush your teeth, brush your eyelids, brush your eyeballs, <laughs> brush your hair, wash your hair, all type of shit, man. Because this shit is real, and it's taking people out, man, for real. You silly, man. So, um, I was wondering, like, so you went out to L.A. in, like, 2016, right? So, um... After I graduated from K-State with my 
mass comm degree. I went back home for like three months. I was like, look, I'm giving myself three whole months. Like, that's it. Because I can't stay here. Everybody's still working at the Walmart, at the Waffle House. <laughs> and I don't have the best customer service skills. So I can't be doing that stuff. Right. Or nor can I cook uh, a good fucking hash brown. Like, that shit would have been <laughs> trash. And they would have been all pissed at me. <laughs> so I said, mm-hmm. I got to get up out of here. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. After, like, my, one of my frat brothers called me. He was like, hey, I have this position as an assistant director for this program that's with average students, freshmen, because he knew I used to work for uh, Academic Attitude at Kentucky State. So I was like, bet, I'll take that. Yeah. So that was at Western Kentucky University down in Bowling Green. So I was working there for the students and with the students for about a year and a half. And then this was around the time when the first wave of Black Lives Matters became really prevalent. It was when, right. um, you know, Mike Brown and uh, Fidel Castro and all that stuff was going on. And one morning I got in my car and it was the video when Fidel got shot. And I literally was sitting in my car and I was listening to Steve Harvey radio show and it was just basically like breaking it down what happened. And I was sitting there and it was like, he got shot in his car and I was sitting in my car getting ready to go to work. Yeah. And the idea just hit me like, if this was the last time that I was going to drive to work, would my life have really been fulfilled? Yeah. Like, will I feel like I am complete in all the things that I was supposed to do? Yeah. Right. And the, and the answer was no. Like, I was literally helping students fulfill their dreams, but I was not truly walking in mine and fulfilling my purpose. Right. So I was like, okay, this was like on a Thursday. So I was like, okay, if tomorrow I wake up and I still feel the same, then it's meant to be. So I went to work that day, did my daily tasks, went to bed, woke up the next morning, prayed about it, and the answer was like, quit your job. Yeah. So yeah. that morning I walked in to my boss. I was like, yo, um, hey. Um, <laughs> Peace <laughs> really out, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, really awkward. But um, I can't work here no more because I'm going to be moving to Los Angeles in two weeks. So I gave them yeah. my two weeks notice right there on the spot. And um, well, at least you gave them two weeks notice. Yeah, hey, I gave them two weeks because nigga ain't know if he had to come back. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta, gotta, gotta keep a good rapport with them. No, but then yeah. um, Christopher White, another uh, K State alumni was already living out here and he was working for a CBS studio. So he was like, Hey bro, like they got this like program, like you can work on all the television shows, do audience coordinating and stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of like a, kind of like almost like an internship, but not an internship cause it's paid and you still get to work with everybody. So I was like, Bet, sign me up. So, right. um, he was like, I can't guarantee you an interview, nothing until you actually come out here. Cause they don't do phone interviews. You gotta do in-person interviews. So right. I was like, fuck. Okay. So, let me call up there. And she was like, okay, can you come in like on the August 3rd? This was like August 20th, July 27th. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, uh, I'll come. So um, thank God for um, sick pay and vacation time that I didn't take. Right. Because yeah. they all, they paid me all of that out. And I packed up my little Nissan Versa with yeah. all my clothes and everything I belo- that belonged to me. And drove out here to Los Angeles, all thirty-seven hours. Damn, and, like, no, I, I did have. I stopped and picked up one of my best friends. He drove halfway with me. He flew back. Okay. Perfect. So, That's yeah. Good. So, like, drove out here, 
And that week I got the job at CBS and I started working and interning there. So I've truly, really been blessed. Like I always say, like my story, my, my true belief is that if you honestly believe in yourself and believe in your purpose and know what you're supposed to do, everything's going to fall into place. But, uh, but that's just, that's really like how I came out here on LA, literally like on faith and like a hope for a job. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and it worked out, bro. Like, it worked out perfectly. So, after the CBS job, how did the um, how did that end? How did you move into your next venture, which is uh, Hollywood Unlocked? Was Hollywood Unlocked next, or did something else yeah, happen? Yeah, Hollywood, well, so, I was working at CBS. Remind you, I was the intern. So, huh. I don't know if people know how much L.A. costs, but this yeah. shit ain't cheap. So, <laughs> so I, so I ended up like having to get another job, like another side hustle. So, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Fairfax block, you know, like with the Supremes and the um, Flight Club and all the other stuff. They're all on one block on Fairfax, which is right on Melrose, which just happens to be down the street from CBS Studios. Okay. So one day I'm walking down the street. And I'm like, damn, I need like a job. And I'm like, I'm just gonna put off my um my resume because this block is hot. All the celebrities over here, everybody's shopping over here. So let me see what the best thing I can do. Right. right. End up walking to this jewelry store called the Gold Guys. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Gold Guys jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally just handed my resume to the manager. Wasn't thinking too much of it. Say, hey, I'm new to LA. I'm looking for a job. Nothing major. Some part time work. And she was like, okay. Uh, ironically. The owner was in in town that week. So he called me and said, hey, I seen your resume. Let's go grab some coffee. Oh, okay. Went to go, went to go grab some coffee. It wasn't Starbucks, was it? No, it wasn't Starbucks. It wasn't Starbucks. We would have got kicked out that meeting for just being black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but we went to this little coffee shop. We talked about it. He's like, hey, bro, I like your vibe. I feel like you're going to be a good fit. And I ended up working at the Go Guys. So then I started working there. And since we got it, like, it's jewelry. So a lot of celebrities and a lot of influencers happen just to stop by. and yeah. Or they may bring their camera crew to try to flex and all this other stuff. So one day, a DC Young Fly yeah. stopped by with Big a camera fan. crew. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah. So he stopped by with his camera crew um i'm i was there on on duty so i'm helping them showing them stuff in the back of my mind i'm always like hustling like i got my business cards with me like okay this is my chance well dc so yeah. i'm talking to dc just wrapping it up he 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 can't do nothing for me so i'm like okay let me talk to the cameraman so i start chopping right. up with the cameraman he was like oh yeah we work for hollywood unlocked at this point i didn't really know what hollywood unlocked was it was yeah. like oh okay dope he was like yeah. Um, I was like, so yeah, I do hosting, I, I do producing, all that stuff. He's like, okay, cool. What's your info? So I gave him my card and like a week had passed. And then he calls me. It's like, hey, this is Adam. His name's Adam. From uh, mm-hmm. I met you at the jewelry store. Um, I know you said you do hosting and producing, but do you do any editing? And I was like, in the back of my head, I've never edited anything in my really? entire fucking life. Nothing. Not yeah. a video. Not a not a clip or nothing. But I lied and said, "Yeah, 
I know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. How hard can it be? Right. Yeah. Shit, like, right. cut, copy, paste. What, what, the, yeah. what else do you mean? <laughs> so, he, was like, he was like, yeah, so I'm working on this uh, trailer for uh, called Relevancy. It's about coming out to L.A. and, like, finding fame. Like, people always wanted fame. Nothing to do with Hollywood Unlocked, but I knew that this was my plug to get in. So I said, yeah, sure, I'll help you edit it. So he, I, he brings over his files. I'm on YouTube trying to figure out how to do Final Cut Pro. So mm. I make this horrible ass trailer for this, um, this movie. I thought it was trash. He thought it was amazing. I said, well, look at God. Yeah, so he's like, yeah. hey, bro, so like, I can't pay you, but what I can do, we are looking for an on-camera host at Hollywood Unlocked. So I'm gonna come by, I'm gonna film you. We just do some, some little things, just see if he likes it. So he comes by and he brings his camera and in, the, in my living room, we uh, shoot this little mock tape, like me doing a stand-up, like running down the news of the day. I think it was like when T.I. and Teeny and Bernice Burgos were still going at it and stuff like that. Right. So did like this little mock thing. He sent it over to Jason, which is the owner of Hollywood Unlocked. Jason liked it. He called me the next week, told me to come to the team meeting. And that's how I was in. Oh, Somebody man. got shot. Y'all hear them sirens? I told you, <laughs> I told you I live where the Mexicans are. Yeah, really think, I thought that was Bundy Drive or something. I'm telling you, it's like the hood. Like up, everybody man. thinks LA is so glitz and glam. Like I live right next to downtown LA. And when you see like the Staples Center and all that stuff, they show you all the glitz and glam. But if you go three blocks over, you are in Skid Row. You know what Skid yeah. Row is? That's Boston, ain't it? No, <laughs> no, that's where all the homeless people live. That's Camp City. So yeah. all the homeless people have their camps. And they just be out there running around, so they probably stab one of them. It's normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's normal. It's normal. Hey, but um, so how is it like uh, working with Jason Lee? You know, I'm a, I I've been following Jason Lee for a couple of years now. Uh, I hope yeah. he hears this because I'm a big fan of his. You know, what I'm, I'm gonna tell him. I just want him to know, like, he got a big fan in Chicago, and I listen to all his shit. I think he's hilarious. He's a great dude. So I've seen you in the videos, you know, in the background, uh-huh. during the productions and stuff. Like, uh-huh. just just give me some insight. You know, what is that like? You know, I, I always was like, damn, Kelvin in the room with them while they record and shit. <laughs> and then the beautiful Melissa Ford is there and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, how yeah. is that like, bro? Like, just 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 tell me, like, What's that about? You know? Working in Hollywood Unlocked, I'm telling you, if you know Jason, you know that he is on 10 at all times. So that Absolutely. is literally the way he works. Um, yeah. So he keeps you on your toes. Like, you, like what I've learned so much from him is that his hustle is unmatched. Because if, yeah. if you follow him, you know he's on Wild and Out. He, yeah. he has a radio show. He has a podcast. He runs Hollywood Unlocked. He's on Wendy's show in New York. He's back and forth everywhere. So I've learned so much about his hustle. But also yeah. learn about time management and also the power of networking. He is the king of networking. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard a story about um, how we got on Wild and Out. Uh, Nick Cannon came on the podcast. He said, Nick Cannon, yeah. I, need a sh- I need a job. Nick yeah. was like, okay, yeah. come through and audition. <laughs> and he auditioned yeah. and got on the show. So it just, it's, it's really taught me how to not be afraid to ask for what you want. Right, because right, what's the worst they right. can say? No. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. we just got to find another way to get it. Like, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it regardless. Um, exactly. But working with Jason is a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> it's where, like, I, I don't know how they're going to edit this together, but I done had like 16 calls and had 12 things that go wrong before this and had to get on another call. So, like, 
literally mm-hmm. we're always on call because anything can happen. Like right, anything sure. can happen at any time. But it's also teaching me how to uh, build my own empire. Right, so like what he right. always tells us, like he, he's grooming us for the next thing. Yes, so everything yes. I've learned here, I've learned, I'm learning to take somewhere else. Right, right, right. So, That's beautiful, man. We, uh, we definitely trying to build our shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is why we started this platform. We want to get our voices out there. We feel like, you know, we got great opinions and people will be interested. And I feel like we can put a, together a great show. Like, we got somebody from a prominent business to me, you know, a prominent website. Hollywood Unlock is prominent in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? So to have Kelvin on the show is big for, for this podcast for me. You know what I'm saying? This is like we we trying to get this to the next level and shit. And we definitely no, and appreciate I appreciate y'all. Here, I appreciate y'all thinking about me. Like y'all know me. I ain't nobody special. I'm just Kelvin. I just be out here and I'm just down to help whoever, <laughs> whoever got something they grinding and making it. I'm here to help. Like each one teach one. Real precious shit. Like <laughs> whatever yeah. y'all need, I know I got yeah. y'all. But like what you said, y'all voices are so important. Like there needs to be somebody who represents who y'all represent y'all black males you're a father yeah. Yeah. isaac's all over the place he's a man about the town like and he's fucking yeah. hilarious so right. people need to hear right. exactly y'all viewpoints and especially how the climate is now y'all yeah. voices need to be amplified more than ever because there's one the one type of black male and the way they are painting us in the media and the way they are shooting us dead and then after they kill us they crucify us again by trying to pull up old records they need yeah. to see that there is some positive life and some people that are actually out here doing some things so sure. i commend y'all for starting this podcast and letting your voices be heard and being a voice to people who may not have a voice themselves yeah. for sure and we i think just um one of my questions was um so, you know, piggyback on what Vail was saying about, you know, starting a podcast, starting a platform, starting a business. Will, is LA, New York, Miami, is those one of those cities or Atlanta that you would just say, fuck it. Like, just go out there and move it. Put the platform out there. Is that something that you would recommend? Or would you be like, I hey, would, man, just keep doing what y'all doing? I would recommend both. Um, okay. Well, before I moved out here, all my prior experiences on my resume was half the stuff I did at K-State and then the little bit of stuff that I did at CBS. The one thing that's really dope about living in the 20th century and in 2020 is that you can literally jump on your Instagram. You can literally jump on the TikTok. You can literally jump on Twitter and you can create right. a name for yourself. Right. There's, yep. you, don't, you don't need a big corporation behind you no more. If you're out here doing it, you can reach the people directly. So what I say is start where you are Mm-hmm. start building up your resume there and then once you see that you are outgrown where you at or you feel like you're uncomfortable where you're at make that jump yeah. make that jump but be ready to fail when you make that jump <laughs> yes for sure for be sure. ready to fail because for you sure. gotta you gotta take some l's when you first move out where you're from because we're gonna push you to your comfort zone but yeah. um I say do it. Like, if you're not happy being where you are, get the fuck out and do what you want to do. Like, we only got one life, bro. Like, one yeah. life. And that's a one. That's the main reason why I moved out here. Like, I have one life. Like, if I don't do it, I don't want to be like the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Like, I got to mm-hmm. do it. You're but to answer your question, I'm, I'm, look, I've been blessed. I tell people that all the time. I've been extremely blessed. Favor ain't fair. And I don't know what I did or what my ancestors did before me. But shout out yeah. to them because... Yeah. They lit. 
but no start wherever you are <laughs> and then start wherever you are and if you feel like you need to jump once you feel like you can handle living in a bigger city do it the opportunities are more in a bigger city i'm not i'm not gonna lie like Absolutely. if i was still in fort wayne i couldn't be working at hollywood Unlocked. i wouldn't be able to produce a radio show or be on a platform like i couldn't do that so yeah. but i also had to prepare myself for that so mm-hmm. everything that i was doing at k-state or everything i was doing in Kentucky or in Indiana helped me to do where I am now. So I think it's a little bit of both. If you're going to make the jump, just make sure you're prepared and make sure you're ready to work. Yeah. Also don't think anything is too small, bro. Like everybody that's out here in LA is all trying to fight for the same stuff. And people think like, Oh, I'm not going to do this little gig because they don't pay me no much. Or I'm not going to get no exposure or yada, yada, yada. But you never know who's going to pop up. Like, I, right. I thought my next job was going to come from me working at CBS. I right. never thought me at my little part-time at the jewelry store was going to put me on to my next step to help build my career. So, yeah. like, like, I think the one thing that I say, if you're going to move out, just be humble. Don't say, mm-hmm. don't, don't be afraid to try anything. Well, not the drugs. Don't do that white girl. That's <laughs> don't be afraid to actually, actually go out and network and try some things and, like, see different things people and like talk to people that you may not normally connect with because you never know where your opportunity may come from for sure bro for sure i'm um i'm in chicago so i feel like i can make a lot of shit happen out here and i can make a lot of shit shake in chicago yeah like i have i've been writing uh for swaggerrs.com and everything bro like yeah congrats out here appreciate it bro i'm just out here trying to get it for sure and uh one last thing uh just tell us about your podcast bro like uh how's that going Uh yeah, okay. The Get Right <laughs> Radio Show is hosted on the Good News Radio Station. It is live, L-I-V-E, every single Sunday from 10 to 12. Uh, you can listen to it on the goodnewsradio.com, or you can download the app, and the app is super dope. because You can jump in there, jump in the comments. You can either call in and all the great stuff. But it's me and my co-host, Eric. Uh, we are two black millennials. We like to call it the Black Millennial Brunch Hours early Sunday morning. If you skip church like us, we're going to try to give you a little bit of spirituality with a little ratchet mixed in it. Um, Praise the Lord, saints. Yeah, okay. Praise the fucking Lord. That's how we say Praise the fucking Lord. Uh, Okay, don't get me struck down on this uh, podcast. God God knows my heart. I always say God knows my heart. He's still working on me. But no, we come in, we have fun. We talk about everything from celebrity entertainment news to um, politics to just love and relationships and like how we deal being millennials me being in my early 30s and then him in his like he's 25 so like we're literally trying to figure out life as we go uh, yeah. and just navigating those things um but having fun with it and that yeah. and i think that's what that's what makes our podcast a little special like we we have fun with our stuff most definitely bro i'm gonna definitely be tuned in man uh we definitely you gotta definitely let me come on the show man let the losers come on there and talk our shit man look sure. y'all have an open <laughs> invitation yeah man. An we open need invitation another podcast we need anytime our names out here man for sure like definitely bro like we we've been trying to get this interview kelvin and we we i can't say enough how much we appreciate you coming on this show for us man. for like, sure man we definitely appreciate no. it Anything, anything y'all want, let me know. I got y'all. Like, but anything you, y'all need, I got look, you. So since you asked that, so look, right? <laughs> <laughs> this has been, yeah, this has been bad bothering me all day since we knew we was going to get on this podcast. So you said anything, right? 
Anything. What's up? Anything. What's up? What's up? I need you to put me and Rihanna on the show together, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I gotta talk to her, bro. I just gotta Listen. ask her one question, bro. Please. Let me tell you, between me and you, I, I also book for Hollywood Unlocked and Censored. So I part of the, that's part of like my job producing it. I yeah. have tried to get Rihanna on this show for the longest. Yeah. Rihanna ain't doing nothing but playing in makeup and washing her face right now. She is not That's dealing right. with the press. She's yeah. not doing nothing. But when I when I run into her, the first thing I'm gonna say is Isaac, what's your number? No, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give her your Instagram. I'm a letter. She she'll make the chance. I, I'll say check your DMs and maybe down there in the middle. If you DM her every day, she eventually got to see it. I mean that's right. Look, I post her every day. <laughs> <laughs> but do you tag her? Do you tag her? Nah. See, that's the problem. How's she gonna see it if you ain't tagging her? She blocked one of my pages. I had to create a whole new page. That's what I started doing. Oh my God. You know what I mean? That's so funny, man. Yeah, at, least she, at least she knows you exist. Not yet, for sure. But I mean, like I said, man, we'll definitely uh, check it out, man. Definitely, man. It's, it, it'll be an extreme blessing to be on the show. So, you know, be heard out there in L.A. That'll be real big, man. Like I said, definitely, uh, you know, we got a long history together. I know I talked about shit the other day saying that me and Imani uh, will go down at K-State greatest host. But like I said, um, it's a lot of shit that being at Kentucky, I mean, I know I, I went there first, but I mean, uh, but I still learned a lot from you, you know, and I, everything that I learned, I might not have said things or I just sat in the back seat and was like, damn, man, like, Kevin ought to work the crowd. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it was a lot of things that you did on that stage, man, step shows, concerts, and I was just like, man, that man gonna go somewhere. And sure enough, man, you in LA living your dream. So, man, I, shout out I to you. I appreciate that. That's, that's humbling, man. I really appreciate that. No, ain't yes, sir. It. Yes, sir. Kevin, appreciate you. Thank you for joining us, man, for sure, man. Y'all check it out. Where can they reach you at, bro? Uh, you can always follow me at Kelvinology. That's K E L V I N O L O G Y on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you want to hit my cash app, it's also Kelvin Byers. I mean, that, that works. Um, and like, once I get out of quarantine and get the six pack and lose my quarantine fifteen, you catch me on OnlyFans. So whatever, 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 however you try to get at me, get at me. You feel me? <laughs> You're crazy. Good looking, bro. How about you? Thank y'all for listening.